You are now listening to the Fight, Fights Like a Girl, Girl podcast with Big Fridge and GQ Smooth. You already know what's going on. It's GQ Smooth. That's GQ underscore SM0OTH. And you're now locked into another Fights Like a Girl episode. You could definitely find us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Anchor. Apple. Apple, of course. Mm. You know, everybody stream from Apple, Google Play, and a few more if I'm missing them. You know what they are. Just look us up, Google us, uh, support us, sponsor us, download, share, like, subscribe, all that good shit. And right. of course, I have uh, my co-host with me. Let yeah, me my fridge, need them, IG, Instagram, Facebook, all that can on 48 gmail.com. If you want to get personal, we in the building, baby. What's up with it? Alright, so I was just thinking about this topic today. Mm-hmm. How long should you wait after a breakup? To date again. Mm. Damn. That's crazy, right? Yeah, we got the Ghostface Killer over in the corner as well. He might want to chime in today. You know, we never really can get his ass on the microphone. But I was thinking about that once you brought it to me and shit. And my thing was, uh, back in my younger days, right, I always had this concept that to get over the last bitch, you just need to get on top of the next bitch, right? When I was younger. You know what I'm saying? I see. I, that's why I brought it up because I've been seeing that a lot mm-hmm. and it's just like... Oh, they saying that now. Yeah, oh, it's really? just like oh, I God. don't know you're if welcome. you're really emotionally healed from your last relationship and I feel like your problems are going continue to manifest into the other relationship that you start. That shit, we do carry baggage. So, <laughs> let me be clear, right? You know... After doing a quarter century, I know you're tired of hearing that shit, but after doing a quarter century in the joint, you know, when I was younger, I got a big gap in my life. There's a lot of relationships I missed out on. Even though I, you know, never really was single, I was in the joint. I always had a, you know, a woman or a female associate or, you know, a girlfriend or whatever who, who rode with me on the bed. Shout out to everybody who ever fucked with me. I was in the penitentiary. You know, I ain't got nothing but love and respect for you. At the end of the day, it wasn't solidified relationships like I come home to you every night and you know what I'm saying? All those shit, you know what I'm saying? But before that, you know, my relationship was basically predicated on me being a street nigga, you know? So... What does that mean? Okay, so, you know, <laughs> if you in the streets, you having a ball. If you in the streets... Let me say this, too. If you in the streets and you ain't having a ball, get out. Get a job, because your ass ain't rocking it right. You know what I'm saying? I was young, and I'm not trying to glorify this, because... Uh, what they say, the murder rate is at 18 right now in Columbus since 2000, since 2000, the beginning of 2020? I have no clue. All right, well, I think that's what it is and shit, you know what I'm saying? We got the Ghostface Killer uh, fact-checking for me. But brothers out here is dying, man, you know, out here in these motherfucking streets. And they all young. And one thing about Harlem Nights that I love back when Black Cinema was Black Cinema, uh, Richard Pryor said, ain't nothing cool about dying when you young. He said, it's cool to die when you 80-something, 90-something, and your kids and shit is around you, but ain't nothing cool dying about your 20s, and we was dying in our teens, still dying in our teens. The same shit that happened back then is really happening right now, kids killing kids, basically. And so, you know, young people don't feel like they're kids because we grow up so fast. 
like back when I was coming up, niggas had primo habits at 12, 13 years old. We started having babies that the youngest I ever heard of was 11. That was one girl. But we started having kids at 13, 14, 15, 16. You know what I'm saying? So you live fast and you live hard, you know? Can I chime in? Oh, well, chime on in there. Yeah. In the teens. Um, yes, we'll chime in there. I ain't trying to judge y'all, but... Uh, trying is failing. Chime is <laughs> judge that shit. Like, uh, a lot of the times when I see, like, 15-year-old parents and stuff like that, mm-hmm. y'all don't know what the fuck y'all doing because y'all still kids yourself. Right. And y'all just keep producing generations of just ghetto monsters, and I hate to say that. Yeah, I'm, I'm they, trying not to punch your ass. I know. I mean... <clears throat> It's just it's just such a disservice to the community. Like you know, what I mean, I I hate just seeing a chick with like all these kids. Like it's uh, and you can't take care of them. If you can take care of them, I don't have a problem. Mm-hmm. But now, if you're looking to me to pay your rent or like something like that, right? I don't have no holler for you. I can't fuck with you if I can't go to Chipotle with you and the fam, right. And not spend a hundred dollars. That's ridiculous. <laughs> but smoking like a true capitalist. Go ahead. I mean, I'm just saying. But no, like, my whole thing I hate when people yeah, use the government as a crutch. So if you you know when you can't like, just don't have that next one. Maybe I don't know. I don't know what you need to do. And as me personally, I'm not really what you would call a patriot. I'm one of the blackest men you could ever meet, right? But when you look at the systems from, you know, around the world, and you look at the United States, I grew up on welfare. So if it wasn't for welfare, then I probably wouldn't be sitting here right now. I ain't saying my mama wasn't strong enough to take care of the one child that she made, and then the other one, you know what I'm saying, her father took care of her and takes care of, you know, took care of me too, you know what I'm saying, in the long run and shit. But I'm just saying who is my father. You know, my biological father, you know, I don't know this nigga, and may he rest in peace. But in the motherfucking day, my whole thing is that these ghetto children you're talking about, as much as, you know, I feel what the average taxpayer is saying, but fuck that. From the, as a recipient of your beneficiary, you know, as your, you know, as your, from your benefits, I'm one of your beneficiaries and shit since you paid taxes. Well, you didn't pay taxes, but others pay taxes for people like me. I'm saying... Don't stop having these kids because you got programs what? that, yeah, like you got programs like Planned Parenthood who've been stalking black people, trying to eliminate us through uh, this thing called eugenics. Do you know about the eugenics program? But if you can't Answer take, the question. Do yes, you know the I, okay, I then, cool. Familiar. Uh, and so if you don't, look into it. Thank yeah, you so I mean, very much. I mean, right? Like, bro, like if you can't afford them, why do you keep having them? Because. We like to fuck and human biology say you need to fuck. And then you, you got fuck. 15 baby daddies. Like, that shit ain't cute. Every last one of them ain't got 15 baby daddies, That's though. That's true, but like, All cases on, not Now, there are some exceptions. Right. I'm not saying everybody like this, but I'm just saying it's annoying. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see it. <laughs> right. Like, I don't want to pay for it. And Spend I don't want to hear about you crying about it either. Like, I think that's my biggest pet peeve with it all. You crying because you like, oh, I can't pay my rent because I got all these kids. Well, bitch, you knew you was having them. Well, no, no, like, no. Well, no, bitch, your rent ain't nothing. But if you on Section 8, your rent ain't nothing but $20, $40, $50 a month. So she can have all right, it. Our wedding list is like two years out. And <laughs> yeah, a lot of damn. them not even getting it. You know what I mean? I oh, mean, really? there are a lot of programs and supports out there, which I'm so thankful for because it's not the kids' fault at the end of the day, but it's just like... Especially another pet peeve is just like if you trapping somebody to like get them to stay with you. Right. 
Like, what is that about? You know what I mean? And that coincides with the actual conversation that we having because when you deal with human emotions, right? Like, there's a situation we was talking about before we came on air about how much and how deep a person's love is, right? And everybody's love ain't as shallow as your love, goddammit. You know what I'm saying? Your love run deep to your extent, right? And, you know, it encompasses your experiences. But, let's just, damn, how do I say, fuck it. So I might sound like a misogynist tonight, but that's what we do. We keep it 1,000 on this motherfucking show. And we ain't going to hold back. And I need you to stop holding back too, goddammit. Let that shit out because I would like for you to explain this new welfare system because I don't know the new welfare system. But at the end of the day, right, sisters I see who try to trap me off, right, thinking that if they have my baby, I'm going to stay, right? So a pimp told me a long time ago that a woman's pussy is directly connected to her heart. Win her heart, you win her pussy, and that's how we stay pimping. Now, that's what he told me a long time ago, and I ain't never pimped nobody, this, that, and the other, but, you know what I'm saying, I'm so happy that, you know, pimp niggas was, you know, in my life because they guided me through so many other ways of life that young niggas ain't got now who I try to give to right, I try to give it to them right now in different ways with the comedic laws, like the way I talk on this microphone is not how I talk, you know, when I'm on the podium, okay? So, that being said, I understand, you know, because nobody wants to be alone, but women mature so much faster than men. I'm still, you still not getting to the root. I'm of getting to the root art. of it. I'm getting to the root of it, right? Well, come women, on, with women. It. Well, we got time. We just started, motherfucker. We've been drinking, nigga. Give me an opportunity. Women mature faster than men. So by the time you know you meet somebody, and then either y'all fucked in the club, and that's a mistake. And it's a mistake. You know what I'm saying? Or you vetted a dude that's wrong for you. You know, and for brothers, because we ain't always motherfucking, and we ain't going to keep letting motherfucking shit on us. It's a lot of good brothers out there that get shitted on by no good ass bitches or women who thought they had it, got it wrong. <laughs> it go two ways. And fuck, there's a lot of good dudes out here who, who are different from that. But at the end of the motherfucking day, when it comes down to it, if you think you can trap me with a child, that's not going to work. But your concept of binding with somebody, right? I get that because women understand earlier, I believe the majority, the overwhelming majority. And when I say overwhelming, now you need to correct me on this because you're a woman, I'm a man. I think that 70% or better think that they should be bonded with somebody by the time they're a certain age or yeah, a I lot always of... always said that. Yeah. We have this misconception of like... Um, what what age we should be married and have kids and, and I get like uh, the biological clock. That's right. Biology is um, a bitch. Yeah. Has a lot to do with that. Right. But I feel like you know from generation to generation, um, mothers have just pretty much sold their uh, girls these false dreams. Like y'all selling dreams out here as parents. Right. You know what I mean? And it's, well, it no, comes in the wrong. form like girls, little girls. I used to see little girls oh, right. in Go kindergarten yeah. planning for their wedding. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, right. uh, y'all want to go play Legos? Like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah. like, Everybody want anti-dick like you back then. Though. It's all good, <laughs> nigga shit. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, you like, know. Y'all thinking too much right now. Well, like, let, me, no, let, me, let me spin this conversation because on motherfucking fights like a girl, we spins this shit so let me spin this conversation talk about the power of good dick i was in a penitentiary for 25 <laughs> years oh yeah we're gonna go here real quick i done seen other men fuck other men right in the joint and be sprung on the dick 
You know what I'm saying? Sprung on it. So it ain't all just it ain't all just motherfucking emotional. Sometimes it's simply biological. Like, oh, you find a motherfucker who can scratch your proper itch, right? And I done seen niggas in the joint stab other dudes about other dudes. That's why in the penitentiary, like they always tell us, you know, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Nah. Yeah, them niggas is caddy. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, man, hey, I but wasn't the, expecting that. No, nah, but the thing about it is, these niggas is catty, but they really full grown ass <laughs> men. But they still, they feel like women. They are. They say they women. I'm not gonna tell them what the fuck they are. If you got a dick, I'm gonna say you a man. But that's just me for this short gmail.com. Fuck you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna say what well, yeah, I don't give a fuck about political. I, I'm gonna tell you what I seen. But if you got some beef with me, get at me, right? But I just seen. Have some beef. Yeah, no too. <laughs> ain't no too. Wet. But I ain't scared of LGBTQ plus. That plus. You should be. I'm not, goddammit, you know all, what I'm saying? I will say this. One thing about the community, mm-hmm. they usually got money behind yeah. them. Yeah, and the whole thing about it is, money. if I was in Louisiana, they would call me a swamp, nigga. Your money don't mean shitty. I'm going to make it on my own no matter what the fuck you want to persecute me about, but we're going to make we gonna make truth manifest. And so I'm telling you what I saw. And what I saw is the same motherfucking shit that women on the street went through with dudes on the street in the penitentiary over a dick. A good dick is a strong motherfucker. A good emotional connection is a strong motherfucker. I done seen motherfucker dudes stab dudes over other dudes because that's they do because he went to another punk or another homosexual or to another whatever the fuck you want to call them motherfuckers and shit. I'm using penitentiary terminology, goddammit. So fuck it. You know, if you got a problem with what I'm saying, I'm just telling you the fucking truth of what I'm seeing. So when you talk about sisters trying to trap a brother, well, I seen the same shit. Dudes try to trap dudes in the penitentiary. You see what I'm saying? So, I mean, good fucking is good fucking. And I'm sure, so let me ask you this, though. Because I'm giving you my penitentiary perspective while you're trying to get the rainbow flag against me, motherfucker. Let's put it to you like this. Is you up under the rainbow flag, nigga. Do you see the same shit about broads? Trapping other bras. Yeah. All this, uh, well, we, got, thing, nigga. Uh, we got a thing called, this is not the topic. We got a thing called. New um, topic, run it. <laughs> we got a thing called U-Haul lesbians. Holy shit. <laughs> so basically what they the say. What the fuck is that? Yeah, yeah, they say basically women are so emotionally attached that uh, after maybe, you know, a short period of time, mm-hmm. they will move in with you because that's how comfortable they feel. Right. And I, I get it. I've seen it. It's happened to me. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, right. So, it's, it's, it is a weird kind of little concept. Though. It really is. I mean, but it, I, I see what, where it comes from. No, but now that you say that, I think it's universal because you got dudes who move in with females the same way. Uh, from what I've seen, the dudes who move in with females uh, quickly, it's usually because of the circumstance. They, you know, want to get out their mom's crib, need a place to stay, don't like where they're at right now. Ain't like, no broad ever like, that. So the broads you ever fuck with one ever like that? Nah. So you fuck with the upper crust because I've seen sedity bitches. Yeah. I've seen, you know, saying gay broads and shit who do that shit. Gay yeah, women, it's me, who probably do that usually shit. the uh, studs who will with the ones who are more yeah, masculine. Ain't no doubt. <laughs> you know, know what I mean? But like. Nah, none of my relationship. It's only happened once. Well, you ain't going for none of that shit. And I was in, I was in college, so it didn't even really matter. Oh, tell us a story, GQ. <laughs> you gonna share? You know, um, she, basically, she had her own spot. Mm-hmm. I had mine. Uh, she was actually paying rent. I wasn't. Right. Like you know, I lived on campus. Um, basically, I was just like. You know, she she was staying every day, so I'm like, 
Fuck it. Like, she was leaving shit around. Like, right. yeah, I mean, you can break your lease, whatever. Because, like, you're always here. Like, we, we could put that money into our pocket. You know what I mean? Like, we could buy oh, it's all more things. It's our business, nigga. <laughs> we could have fun. Oh, you, like, want, you went on this bitch? So many activities. You, other, you wasn't, but you went. No, nigga, stop it. You always like, nigga. No, she was low-key moving in, though. So, I was, yeah. one day, I was just like. Hold uh, up. Oh, no, 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 no. I know you don't like talking about your personal life. I understand that, but you want you telling me you want on this bitch. No, she was cool. No, nigga, you telling me you ain't caught up. You we ain't were gonna, together. You not gonna even let me move in. You love the fuck out of me. So my whole thing is you telling me you wasn't we on this bitch. We were together for like two years. Yeah, so you so know, you was on her. It was all up. All right yeah. then. Now okay then. So now we got an emotional connection to go with the moving in. Yeah. And so, so she, yeah. I mean, and it, it was just it to me at the time it just made sense just because like like I said like that's money like you giving this money to the the landlord you right. can give it to me right. <laughs> like you can cook for me every day I you can go you can buy me good things every like day. nice things that I like you yeah. know you're you're close to the campus you a gold digger nah but it was just made sense if you gonna waste your money that's how you go go digger you go space if you gonna waste your money and still be over here twenty four hours a day you might as well like she was already like why don't you like to admit to the fact that you was emotionally I didn't mind it, but I it happened very rapidly. <laughs> let me like, give you, let me let me give it. That was the only. Let me give it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it okay, okay. Happened. Now we're talking. And yeah. I was I was like nineteen, like that. Yeah. That was literally the only case because now I'm able to recognize. I'm like, nah, like I need my space. Right. Like because right. after she moved in, my best friend moved in. Right. And that was the funnest time I ever had. Living with my best friend. It was a party every day. That every shit was day. fun. Ain't mad at but that. she was pissed. And I'm like, why you mad? We having fun. We all kicking it. Well, you, like, but so. you, just, moved, <laughs> well, you just moved another motherfucker into her space. Because, I mean, she... It wasn't like, her space. No. It's, it's Once you agree... Like, you was already coming. Like, you like, let me get a drawer. First, it started with a toothbrush. Then it was, <laughs> let me get a drawer. Then yeah. it was like, you think I could get a parking pass? Then it was just, it just, it kept smiling. Like, you know, she she used to put it in my ear all the time. Like, let me just, uh, you, you what you think about me moving in? Just, <laughs> like, trying to, like, laugh. And you play. said it. And you said it. And I said, shit, you giving the money to the landlord, you can Put that in that crib. And what you other and what you didn't say was pussy's the bomb. <laughs> Alright, you might as well move your motherfucking ass in because I'm going you hard as fuck too. You know what and what at this point, I had a four bedroom apartment and oh, I was yeah. only using God damn. I was only using like two rooms. Oh well yeah. So, so like yeah, nobody was sense. there. Like so I'm like fine. Yeah, that makes sense. What but, I found okay. out later was, was she was getting a fifteen. <laughs> 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 so yeah. was I said, Success is opportunity. <laughs> when they say success is preparation, meeting opportunity. It was just success. It just it was the time was good. It's hard being in college, man. <laughs> That's why I wasn't even mad. Like, man, we 19, you don't need no damn rent. Ain't no doubt. Because the struggle no. is real. My mom didn't play that shit. She was like, oh, nah. Like, you gonna just have to pay for this out of your, you know, what is it, the student loans or right. whatever? Gonna cover your housing. Right. 
Bruh. You just gonna have to pay for it because Bruh. you don't want that on your credit. And I'm thankful that mm-hmm. I had a mom who coached me like that. Yeah. Because shout out to AC. He ain't you, no doubt. You already yeah. know, like I'm, I could have fucked myself up early in the game, and like to this day, like. She's still struggling to, right. you know, get all that shit off her credit and, right. like, you know what I mean? When we was 19, we was, like, when I think about it, niggas think they so grown, but, like, I was a baby. Like, yeah. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing or what the fuck I was, what was going on. I didn't know how much shit really cost. Right. Like, because, like, when you go to school, like, it just comes out automatically. Yeah. Like, you don't see that shit. Yeah. Like, so as an adult, when you really start to see it and start to feel it, it's a total different thing. So I don't blame her, like. And so this is so this podcast changes again because she ain't move in like right away, like you know what I mean, right. like even though it happened faster than it was what, gradual. Yeah, 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 it happened faster than what I would accept yeah. today. Right. I don't care what situation you in. If you in that situation, I ain't got no holler for right. you for real. Like I ain't trying to help you out. Like, but when you yell, notice you know how it happens. Like you, one day you you doing your thing on a single level, the next you know it's a whole motherfucker living with you. Like oh shit. And them is just emotions blinding you and this, that, and the other. So, at the end of the day, I think the podcast is taking another goddamn turn. So it has taken a turn. Rename this motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? Because as a street it. nigga, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, I'm glad you pointed that out. As a street nigga, like, I had money to go. You know what I'm saying? Everybody can tell you, you was too young back then, you know what I'm saying? Because you would have loved to be What I will free. say, right. just to kind of clear up her day. Ah, uh, like yeah, so you want to go ahead and try to. I'm so no, no remixes. <laughs> And you better not motherfucking correct this shit. Okay, All right, so go this, ahead, go this, ahead. This was one year. This is the first year we right. together. The next year, um, she got her own spot, and right. it was on campus. Right. And I was like, I'm not filling out my housing shit. I'm about to move in with you. Right. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to put this on me. Like, why are we going to have two houses again? Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no, I'm going to save my little credits or whatever. Yeah. And I'm gonna move in with you, and she was like, "Cool, you know what I mean." Yeah. She returned a favor, so Ain't no doubt. <laughs> yeah, right. serve, you know what I'm saying? That's all I gotta say. And shouts out to her baby girl, you know what I'm saying? Because I mean, you, you know, and sisters are like that. Because dudes might have been a little cruel, like, "Uh, because they trying to fuck somebody else all the time." <laughs> but you was in a monogamous relationship. Uh, yeah. Well, really? I mean, we both treated on each other. <laughs> <laughs> you dirty yeah. motherfucker, you know? You know, <laughs> when you go home for a break, she's from Cleveland, I'm from Columbus, so right. it was like three months of freedom, like yeah. Skeezing, 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 and plus, young. So I couldn't even be mad when I found out because, like, eh. so basically, we say all this to go back to the original point. No, the second point is that you know when you're young, goddamn you, you got your own agenda. You know what I'm saying? You, you, it's too young to be committed really to a motherfucker for real. You know what I'm saying? You need to explore your options to get out there and see what the fuck is really popping because, I mean. You know, your hormones is doing the motherfucking thing. When you young, man, it's just everybody fine as a motherfucker. Even though I did fuck with a lot of vets, even they was fine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, older ladies and shit. Shout out to all the ladies. Uh, let me give a special shout out to all the older ladies, whoever fucked me when I was younger. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, you made me the man that I am today. You know what I'm saying? With respect to sexuality and blah, blah, blah. You know, and thank you so very much. You did not take advantage of me because I was willing. It was not rape. Statutorily, it might have been rape. But as far as, far as I'm saying, I ain't I ain't the little dude who got, who, who got who got a school teacher locked up. You know what I'm saying? Thank you so very much. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you looked out for me. We was, you know, going hard. But then, so let's go back to... Uh, yeah, you know, let's touch on that stuff. Let's go back like, to... Yeah, when do you that. know, like, just from that whole backstory. Right. Because when we broke up, like, just going back, 
Like, it was just, it was, it was kind of a hard breakup. You know what I mean? When we broke up, I graduated. She still was in school. Right. So, of course, I moved back home because right. what the fuck am I here for? You know? Right, yeah. Didn't probably really have to move back home, but it was just like, eh. And she still having. I'm good. <laughs> hold on, so was she still having college fun? I don't know because, like, as soon as I graduated, I think I stayed for maybe two weeks and then I moved out. I moved back to Columbus. Right. So you don't even know what really happened. Yeah, so I'm just like, yeah, and I don't do long distance. I think it's yeah, crazy. Yeah, Shout out true. to you if you can. If you can, I yeah. just I I couldn't because it's like a whole nother level of trust, especially as somebody young. Like you don't got that for real. Like you just gonna be like, oh, I know you fucking somebody else. Oh like, yeah, let's hold on. Let's juxtapose that. Let's juxtapose <laughs> that for a second because when you're in a penitentiary, right? Like, you get into relationships in the joint. Like, women talk to dudes in the joint. We not in there just by ourselves. If you got, you ain't even got no game. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of lonely singles out there. And we lonely singles in the joint. And we connect, right? But we know the physicality ain't there. So we know you fucking somebody else. You know what I'm saying? So, did you accept that as a person who was not incarcerated versus me who... A man who was incarcerated, I know that pussy gonna itch. Cool. But as long as you abide by what yeah. our I think standards. that's why I automatically, like, ultimately just ended it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it just, yeah. it just wasn't what it was. Like, to yeah. me, I can't, I, can, I just can't do the long distance. So, I just wanna bring this back full circle. So, how do you know when you're ready for the next relationship? So, in this uh, instance, yeah. I'm telling y'all a little story today. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. We finally is- got a story out of GQ Smoke. <laughs> Tune in, goddammit. We're gonna read, the- oh my goodness. We never get a story out of her ass. Come on with so it. This- I'm still in this door, so she does not <laughs> fuck with this. Go ahead. And in this instance, I. Um- I ended up just, like, started talking to somebody, like, maybe a month or two later. Right. And just kind of getting over them. And, like, I can say that literally worked. Mm-hmm. But being older, I feel like in my other relationships, I had to give myself that time to heal. Like, you know what I mean? Like, some I was so caught up being relationships after relationship after relationship that I didn't even know how it felt to be single. Right. And I didn't want to be... Bald, yeah, like dependent on just having somebody to talk to right. or you know being by my side. Right. So um, that's what I was age, looking for. Yeah. yeah, with age, I definitely if I I'm in a committed relationship for an extended period of time, they say that it takes the amount of time that you were with that person to get over the person. Right. So if y'all was together for eight months, it's going to take you a full eight months to really get over that person. And be Do you healed. agree with that philosophy? I think so. Right. I really think so. Let's like, ask the ghost face. How long it take for you to get over a bro? He's 19. Right after. He's sick. And unfortunately, he, he's right. <laughs> so that's the difference between men and men and yeah. women. So go ahead, I'm, you know what I'm saying. But I would say like that's how I I was like it was just like right after like whatever it's a million fish in the sea you know what I mean girls an honor fucking with me. Yeah. <laughs> ah, you see, you got it there. You got that <laughs> dirty motherfucker. All the payments a rock, no yeah, fake shit. It's complicated no being me. Ain't no uh, two ways about it. Spit that shit, nigga. But uh, it. I just feel like you just for yourself. I right. think you need to just, man or woman, 
Give yourself time to heal from that relationship. Because let's say uh, you were in a relationship, and maybe it wasn't even long. Right. Let's say girl cheating on you, nigga cheating on you, or whatever. You know what I mean? You might take that into your next relationship looking like... Nigga, give me the password to your phone. They looking at you crazy like, what the fuck is you want? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, that's your insecurity that you didn't get to deal with in that past relationship. And yeah. you bringing it to the new. And that's not fair to the other person. That's why I always try to get myself, you know, at least yeah. at least a year. Oh, if, it, if my relationship was a year or more, I try to get myself at least a year to like process, cope, and move on. Right. So let me speak on a personal level. Like, you know, like my life cut off from 1994. And then everything else I had to accept as blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, I won't get deeper into the other aspects. We keep 100 here, but it's certain shit you got to keep to yourself. So I'm going to say it like this. With respects to my my relationship now, right? Like, I don't have nothing. All you got to do is swipe on my phone and my phone is open. You know what I'm saying? And so the woman I with them went through my phone a few times because she was out here fucking with motherfuckers who was doing whatever the fuck they do. I mean, you know how motherfuckers is? Dudes cheat. Women cheat. Men lie. Women lies. A song go, but math don't lie. Whatever the fuck you Numbers don't, don't lie. Numbers don't lie. God damn it. You know what I'm saying? Numbers lie now. You can buy Spotify yeah. plays. Y'all go ahead and thank me. Y'all, <laughs> thank y'all, you. y'all SoundCloud rappers, thank me for that gem I just dropped on you. You got it. Fucking buy your fucking streams now. Like, you could just pay, wow. like, what, $200 and get a thousand plays yes. for your shit. But I like to do it organically. Shit. So, you know. Shout out to <laughs> Give up the game. But if game you got the up. bread, drop the bread. That way you can, like, just Own show your people shit. your numbers. Yeah, show no people doubt. your numbers. You got a band, you get a million plays. Cool. Yeah, and shout out, shouts out to the 1,300 plays we didn't got so far. Thank you for fucking with us. Yeah, over 1,300. You, know you already know. Yeah, yeah. Thank yeah, you yeah. so very much. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the motherfucking day, you right. I got to stop saying that. End of the motherfucking day. But that's one of my favorite pieces. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm going to keep it. So, with, the, with my new relationship, right? Like, when you look like, I give her my phone because I don't cheat. You know what I'm saying? I don't do no cheating. Everybody know that and shit, you know? But I still done drug, like, my past relationships into my new relationship. You know what I'm saying? And she, unbeknownst to her, or unknownst to her, they did the same motherfucking thing. Now we get into older levels of the game, right? And so, you know, let's talk about the motherfucker that you really can't shake. And this is what people don't want to talk about, right? So we got to rename this whole podcast. I got it already. Yeah, relationships (laughs) and some other shit or whatever, right? So there's always that one motherfucker who can always get it. It's the one motherfucker that really pushed your motherfucking buttons. And I ain't saying the dick was good, pussy was good, whatever the fuck was necessarily good, but it's that one motherfucker, usually, usually sexually orientated, but it's that one motherfucker always got a hook in your motherfucking ass. You know what I'm saying? And so, with me, all my hooks is gone. You know what I'm saying? I don't have no hooks. I never really had none to begin with. I explained my life as a street nigga. I lived my life to, like, every day was my last day. I party hard. I fucked hard, I drank hard, I smoked a million pounds of motherfucking weed and shit. I had a four-foot bone, nigga, with a roach in that bitch. I mean, we went hard as a motherfucker. So by the time I get to the motherfucking turf, after going hard for 25 Christmases, nigga, my whole thing is that I ain't looking for multiple motherfucking females or multiple motherfuckers to fill my spot. What I'm looking for is the loyalty, right? The love and the true affection, right? And some people like... 
You, I'm gonna be 100. Like, you about to get married soon. Like, you got a fiance. You just came out of the penitentiary, this, that, and the other. But if you done had the kind of motherfucking fun I had, and that's all, that's why I fucks with you. Dude. You having the fun. Oh, man. You having, you having the kind of fun I done had. I done did the motherfucking thing. I done did shit that's going to the grave with me. And you done listen to this podcast. The Lord listens, and we love you. Holla ass. Put your name on the board so we can fuck with you. You been with us. Whoever this motherfucking Lord following we got right now, we fucks with you. Let us know, man, so we can connect with you and shit, you know what I'm saying? We fucks with you hard. But I done lived the motherfucking kind of life to the point where I don't need no more excitement. I don't need to see no more bloodshed, nigga. I done caused it. The men caused, blah, blah, blah. The whole motherfucking thing is I come home and everybody expect for me to run through a million motherfuckers, right? And my dick is like, you know, nigga, what else do you need? You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, you done fucked the best and the rest. What the fuck do you really need, nigga? You know what I'm saying? And so, emotionally, being deprived of a human emotion for so long, right? What I really need is somebody who can stand next to me, accept my faults. And I can accept your faults. That shit is not easy. Yeah, all right? yeah, it's like, not easy. I think it's easier when you're younger because it's yeah. just like you just living in the moment for the most part. Yeah, because you don't understand your mm-hmm. faults, they faults, but you understand the moment. Yeah. And the moment means something, though. The moment, the moment is, is like, heavy, nigga. And I, you know, one of my favorite Jay Z lines is Our time together is our time together, and our time apart is our time apart. So yeah. love me with your mind, girl, not your heart. You don't get like, that I love up. that shit. Yes. Like, that, that's how I yeah. really. I kind of still feel like... That. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna yeah. lie to you. And I love that you ain't faking it. And out there, don't fake it. You know what I'm saying? That's hey. why I always tell people, don't you heal in your time. Don't fake it, nigga. Boy, nigga, that's some real shit you just spit. I mean, I'm just saying, like... Shit. I guess for me, I'm not a poet. Like, everybody be like, oh, you don't want to get married. You don't want to have kids. At this point, my I'm always straddling the fence, whether it's on this podcast yeah. or in real life, because, you know, I don't know. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm literally still kind of living in the moment, right. in a sense. Yeah. And it's just like, Love to me, I literally have not met anybody who I will... I'm not opposed to it, but at this time, I'm going to have to say no. Because, like, I haven't met anybody who made me feel that way. Like, in the moment, I did feel that way. You know what I mean? But circumstances in life showed me that ain't really what it was. That was like that Drake shit, that fake love. You know what I mean? Like, so... And let's get into another aspect, right? So now, like, I tell dudes all the time, I tell females all the time, as a teenager, I was just... I was, like, I hung with older dudes, and so, and my brothers, too. I hung with older and younger brothers, but, you know, my crowds were mixed, right? And I was accepted by a lot of different people because it wasn't that I was acting older. It was just I was raised by, you know, our people. I was raised by a bunch of old motherfuckers, and so, you know, my taste work ran differently, okay? And it just happened to jive with a bunch of the vets. And the vets want to, keep in mind, the older generation, me as the older generation, I got gray hair, go to the fight like a girl, 614, you see what I look like, I got a great beard, and I don't, hide, I don't color my beard, none of that shit, I had braids, all that shit, I cut that shit off, because somebody need to be the old school nigga, my jeans ain't skinny nigga, I wear my shit the way I'm supposed to wear them, a loose fit, you know what I'm saying, cool, you know what I'm saying. What are you about? Well, first of all, fat niggas don't need to wear skinny jeans. Yeah, we done we done that. That's yeah, gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But any motherfucking way, I'm a I'm a be age appropriate. <laughs> let me put it to you like that, right? So, ooh, that, that's a good like, bro. Next, so, hold on. Can I talk about age appropriate real quick? Then. Fuck it. I don't know. 
inappropriate. I like I'm all for everybody's individuality. Yeah. But sometimes I see an old nigga wearing some like ball maze and I'll be like, you gotta give it up, bro. Right. Like, you know what right. I mean? right. Why are you 56 with these motherfucking retros on? <laughs> like, get you a nice little loaf. Old nigga swag is like, you just be classy, get you a button up right. shirt, a nice polo shirt, some jeans, and some Sperry's. Cool. You out here wearing retros and motherfucking off-white belts that hang to your ankles. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just like, bro, you trying you too hard, man. And the thing you about it, give yeah, it up. You old, yeah, yeah. man. You you give it up. I, I'm sorry. Because I don't so know. Maybe I'm going to be the old nigga with the J's. Am I going to be the old nigga with the J's? Uh, probably, because I'm the old niggas with the J's. <laughs> nah, nah, you know nah. It's different. Because you get mad at me for wearing J's in the joint. You know what I'm saying? No, it's different. It's different. Like, you're not old-old. Like, you know what I mean? It's it's levels to this shit. Yeah, like but I'm street nigga old though. I mean, hand niggas my age. Yeah, that, that, that for you is just like a you shoe. You That that for you is like a shoe. Right. Like you know, you just wearing a shoe. You don't even care about the J's. Like you not right. cleaning them. Nothing. Right. I see yeah, niggas right. with they sixties with grills and shit, and I'm like. Yeah. You somebody's grandma, you got this grill in your motherfucking mouth. Right. Bitch, take that out. Right. Like, man, what is you doing? Like, so be an example I, to the kid, but you got example. your individuality. Being so it's just like, I, that's where I straddle the fence. Like, I'm right. always straddling the fence. I'm like, I don't really know which direction to go. Right. Conservative libertarian, right? All right, here. so tune like, into the next podcast. we about to get into that as soon as we get <laughs> out of this, goddammit. But age appropriateness, right? So, with respects to age appropriateness, with respects to relationships, right? I think that as a, you know, and particularly I feel like as a black man, I got to carry a certain standard. When I was young, and it's the Bible, and I like quoting the Bible, but I mean, it's a lot of truth, a lot of, a lot of comedic Afrocentric truth, truth coming from the Bible. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. When I became a man, I put the childish things away, right? Mm-hmm. And so, this whole thing, though, this is this where me and the LGBTQ, shout out to my girl Sarah, this is where we clash, you know what I'm saying? It's because, you know, what is conformity, right? It comes a time where you should be able to look towards your elders and say, you know what, I'm safe with this dude. You know what I'm saying? And we was just talking about this before the podcast came on. With my with my young with Ghostface Killer, you know what I'm saying? I was telling him that ain't nothing worse than the old nigga, my age or older, or younger, you know what I'm saying, you know, in the club chasing nineteen year old broads. When the fuck do you decide to become See, a man creepy. or a woman? You that's know what I'm creepy. saying? Y'all that's bull- no, it ain't creepy, that's bullshit, Y'all nigga. Forever. Y'all Time never move like, on. Like, so it I'ma just chime in on that, like, real Run quick. Run it then, nigga. No, like, real quick. So uh, you done. Either, like, I get it. It's kinda like a win-win if you think about it. Okay, yeah. Because, oh, you make me sick. No, 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 no. Because y'all hear me out on this. Yeah, because go ahead. either the old, I mean the old nigga is feeling young because you know, they getting that young pussy. It's making them feel old. Maybe they get, got some tricks that they ain't never seen before. Right. And with the younger person, mm-hmm. they're usually, it's like a financial game. Not so just that. It's not just that. a win-win. Financial and, but hold, a lot of these niggas in the club ain't financial stable. They're still selling dope from the 90s. 
They just selling pills and heroin and blah 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 and fitting on that. Oh, we so a lot it, of it and I'm talking from a street game. Yeah, yeah. It, they just switched the like, game. You might, you got, you know, right. you got. You, I hate to bring up politics. Bring it up. Bring the uh, shit you up. You got, you know, your Harvey Weinstein's and yeah, your Jeff. Uh, what's his name? I can't remember his name, but he was Bezos with the right, young yeah. girls and he killed right. himself in jail. And yeah, that He committed suicide yeah. because he was lowering girls. And let us not forget about this motherfucking uh, uh, moon vest who's getting. Away with murder, but go ahead. I'm listening to you. Let's I'm move just it. saying, like, yeah. you know, it's like a give or take. Like, you got something I want, mm-hmm. I could give you what you what you're asking for. I give you your desires, you got what I want, whether it's the financial gain mm-hmm. or it's just make me feel young for one. So, night. now we're experiencing the real shit. Now, I'm about to give you another pimp's logic. Pimp told me a long time ago, and I'm gonna give you the name, Mr. Tony Marsh. Shouts out to you, my beloved brother, father, cousin, uncle. I love you. Get your ass down from Cleveland because Rob need to see you. Tom Marsh said this, you right? You forever giving a shout out. But I, I done lived a million different <laughs> lives, goddammit, you know what I'm saying? And all, I'm a collection of all these different people from Guy Fisher, you know what I'm saying? About to get out of the joint. Shouts out to, to, to Dr. Guy Fisher, New York Harlem's finest, all the way to... You know what I'm saying? Cleveland, goddammit, you know what I'm saying? These motherfuckers from pimps to players and guys should own the Apollo <laughs> Theater. At the end of the motherfucking day, they gave me the same logic. And not this I live out pimping doo-doo. God rest your motherfucking holy and divine soul. You know what I'm saying? Dwight Curtis. At the end of the day, they all said the same thing. If you want to lock in the female specimen, and I'm paraphrasing from all their knowledge. They didn't say this directly. This is how I accumulated it. And it's how I formatted. Or woman... Whatever. Security. And and from my research, as a man, security. Because if you feel like... Because ain't nobody more insecure than a man. If a man feel like another man is fucking his woman, yeah. or another woman is fucking his woman, yeah. depending on how you look at oh, you going to have a fucking facts, fit. You know what I'm facts, saying? Facts. Security. He said, man, facts. if you give a woman security, that's 75% of the battle. You know what I'm saying? I'll I, I give you that. I'm going to give you that. And I feel like, but I feel like that's universal. Because when you get to a point, men and even sucker ass niggas, like you could be out fucking a 50 bitches, but if she suck one dick, you done with her. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Whole different animal right there. You know what I'm saying? If she fuck one motherfucker, if she fuck one bitch with the strap on and blew her brains out, she Ooh, going back to see her. That's another you know what podcast. Saying? I'm about to get Well, nigga, let's run it then, nigga. Let's get to it, <laughs> goddammit. But security hey, is the you. order of the day, goddammit. Why is one of the greatest... Uh, let's talk about... Uh, and let me just be a dick for a second. And let's talk about the security of the United States of America. They contract... Independent security is going with a black, what's that, black water all the way up, right? Security of the United States of America is the, one of the most paramount things in any election. Security for any relationship, whether it be political or personal, has something to say. It has something to bear. He told me back in the days, security, if you give a woman security, that's seventy five percent of the motherfucking battle. So go ahead, nigga. I'm listening. Uh, I ain't even gonna get into it on this one. Y'all stay locked in and tuned in and everything. And keep in mind, these podcasts might be a little out of order because we and just we, we when we go we go. We go. So you get them when the fuck you get them, nigga. Which is why we need your motherfucking input so we know where the fuck we going. We running real life shit because I ain't even finished my topic. But goddamn, it's time to wrap this shit up because we've been doing too much blabbering. Goddamn it. What 
the fuck is your name, God You damn it. already know what's going on. It's GQ Smooth. GQ. The not the tail. Hey, um, uh, GQ underscore SM0O. T-H on IG. And I'm the peon, the Nun nungretta. 48 short at gmail.com. But find me at FoxFactorGirl614 and, of course, 48 short gmail.com if you really want to get personal, goddamn it. We got the Ghostface Killer. Just say something, nigga. Hey, yo, or something. Whoa. All right, goddamn <laughs> We got the Ghostface Killer sitting there with no participation. GQ, what are we? Uh, the Fights Like a Girl podcast, and we are out. Peace to the gods.